Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms, so it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show. Hey, this is Chris Williams, and you are listening to our current series, The 31 Reasons to Grow Your Side Business. Listen, I know that for many people, this year is all about the resolutions, all about the things that they want to complete. Well, I'm showing you this year how to execute on those things. I want to show you 31 reasons. That's right, a reason for every single day, 10 to 15 minutes, a brand new episode is dropping, showing you why you should grow your side business this year, right now. You're in the right place at the right time. You know that. And what you need to do is execute on the opportunity that exists in front of you. Tap into today's episode as we explore why you should be growing your side business. Let's get to it. Hey, what is going on, everybody? Chris Williams here. Day 18, you know it. We're here in the middle of the 31 reasons to grow your side business. And today, I talked a little bit about it at the end of yesterday. We're going to talk about today the fact that we need to unlearn some things just as much as we need to learn some new things. I think it's a um, a skill, and I also think it's one of the most core um, opportunities that we all have as an employee going out into the world with our side business and wanting to grow it. There's a lot of things that we just got to unlearn. Now, what's interesting about unlearning things, it's not that unlearning is new to us. It's just that the older that we get, the more that we cement on ideas, ideals, beliefs, uh, systems, practices, habits. And because we seal on those things and it's hard to get your brain to want to change its its, uh, routines, then therein lies the conflict of why things don't change in our lives because We are unwilling to learn some stuff. Here's something that I found in my own life. And I'm sure this is probably true for you as well. I have found that uh, in my uh, road to growing a side business and my willingness to discover all the ins and outs and these ugly truths that I like to call them sometimes. It was my ability to unlearn some stuff and accept a, a, a reality about something that I currently know. There's two true. There's two things true about what I currently hold as ideals, beliefs, habits, behaviors, and my norms that I've had to learn to accept. Number one, I believe them. That's the first thing. I'm the one that truly believes that the way I'm doing things is right, is the best way for me, that works within my comfort zone. Like I'm the one that believes it. Here's the second and more difficult thing in a journey that I think we all have to go on at a certain point. And that is you what because you believe it, there's also a chance that what you believe is not good enough and it's not going to get you where you want to go. That while you may believe a certain thing, it doesn't mean that it's what's going to work. Like there are people who really like, you know, there are people who believe that if I lie long enough, then it just has to be true. 
And just because you shout a lot more doesn't make it true. It just means you keep perpetuating a lie. That doesn't mean it's right. I mean, you know, even even in the world today where we're seeing people, you know, lie on resumes, people are lying to get roles. Uh, There was an article about a guy who um, was lying about where he went to school, how he grew up and the stuff that he did and the achievements that he got to get a political office. Like like just because you lie doesn't make it true. But some of us think that that well, as, as because I remember, because I believe it. Well, then I'm just going to keep, you know, stating it. Right. So. So my point is, is that there's a part of you at a certain point that will come in conflict with what you internally believe as you mature. And as you try to grow the side business, it's not the growth of the business that's that's causing the growth. It's you growing. And as a result, the business grows. So. Unlearning is something that we've been doing since we were kids. It's just that it it's harder to do when you get older. I'll give you a perfect example. There was a time that all of the family members around you, I'm the youngest of six boys, no girls. And so there was a lot of things that I learned last. Everybody else was in on it. I wasn't, right? Take, for example, so many people have taught Our children, even you included with your adult self, you absolutely did believe that when you were a child and your teeth were coming out, one of your teeth fell out, your front tooth fell out and your parents got excited. And you heard this story about, hey, kids that lose their teeth get money from this character named the Tooth Fairy. The Tooth Fairy has wings. And if you're a good kid, You saved that tooth. You put that tooth underneath your pillow, (laughs) right? And when you put that tooth underneath your pillow and you go to sleep, oh my gosh, something magical happens. The tooth fairy comes from wherever the tooth fairy comes from with their pixie dust. And I don't even know how to get in the house anymore because I lock my doors and my windows. Anyway, that's another point, right? When the tooth fairy comes in the house, gets underneath the pillow with your big head. I have a big head, so I can talk about that. And pulls the tooth out from underneath the pillow and then puts in money. And since as a child, we start to understand the value of money. We're like, hey, take all 32. I want I want all the money I can get, right? But you believed that. And you've done a successful job as a parent getting your babies to believe that. Well, there's another scenario that we all know and love. We've, I remember, you, you know, with our children, right? So we, we literally spend billions of dollars on advertising, marketing, influencers, uh, TV shows. We've done a great job of telling the whole world that Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh my God, here comes Santa. It's that time of the year. They don't even wait anymore until after Thanksgiving. Christmas stuff goes up in October before Halloween, right? It's amazing. We do all of this work to get our babies to believe that some guy who is too big for the chimney and who probably needs to be at Weight Watchers on Atkins diet or something, but somehow this guy gets in the chimney, comes down the chimney, no smoke on his uh, body or, or you know dust or anything else, puts presents under the tree, and then leaves. 
We get our kids to believe you better be good for Santa Claus because Santa Claus is coming to town, right? We get our kids to believe this stuff and it is hardwired in them. We tell them to write their Christmas list, tell Santa what you want. We send them, we even take them to the mailbox, right? I, I can remember um, uh, one time, uh, this is a pretty devastating story, but it happened. I used to be into, when I was a child, I was really into puppets. I had all the puppets all over my bed. I had I had a Snoopy uh, puppet doll. I had the I had the Garfield. I had I, I had everybody like every every character you can think of. I had them all over my bed. So one morning I'm on my way to school. I uh, I make up my bed and I put all my puppets on the bed and I go off to school. Get home. Uh, get get to the bus stop on the afternoon. I walk home and so I walked home. My street was 39th Terrace, right? So when I would get off the bus, uh, we would walk all the way down this main street and I had to turn a right on 39th Terrace. And I could see my house like about three or four blocks, uh, three or four houses down. Well, this particular day, nice sunny day outside. I'm happy days and school's over. I'm ready to get home. So I turn the corner and I see our trash can. Well, our trash can was normal since most of the time it was full. But this particular day, it was really weird. Like a trash can, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. And I noticed the top was kind of pushed up a little bit. So I was like, oh, well, there just must be a lot of trash in there. But then as the closer I got to the house, I noticed something. I noticed Snoopy's head was hanging out of the trash can. <laughs> as a child, my brain short-circuited. I darted home. I run in the house. And I'm asking my mother, Mama, why is Snoopy? In the trash can. I'm crying. Mama, my Snoopy in the trash can. And she says to me, son, you are too old for those things now. This was the line. You need to grow up. Hey, now many of us know that 2023 is right around the corner and you're thinking about your own health and wellness. But you know, one of the things that's hard to do is to really put in practical application steps so that we actually do the things. Listen, I was able to get my hands on something and I started my own personal goal. I want to help 10,000 families make safer, more affordable choices just for their homes. Now, listen, I've got a little something for you. I want you to go to the link in my description, because if you fill out that information, I'm going to be able to share with you a partnership that I have in order to be able to help you be able to have access to safer, more affordable products without all the toxic chemicals. Go check out the link and I cannot wait to see you. And I hope that you and your family are one of the 10,000. We're looking to help. Now, when I was younger, it wasn't I needed to grow up. She bought me the toys because I thought they were my friends. And we all had conversations when I would play with them. He-Man included, and the army men, and Tonka toy. But my mother had reached a point that she thought, son, it's time to let those things go. Devastated her child, but she was right. Well, what's my whole point? My whole point is, is that we have got to unlearn some things. And there's a couple of areas in our lives as adults that we have to unlearn. Let me give you some of those principles. Number one, we got to unlearn the purpose of our money. See, I talked to you before about poor people think the purpose of money is just to uh, buy things. 
uh, middle class people think the purpose of money is just to be able to pay down debt and just live a, a well-maintained life. Rich people look at money to be able to make more money with. And so part of the issue is, is that when you're an employee, depending on where you are in the social class and you start that side business, you're leveraging number one, an employee and mentality. And that class version of mindset to try to operate an actual business. And that is where the conflict starts. How do we know this? Because I used to think that the money I was earning, my first year, I did almost $200,000 in my, my, my uh, 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 side business. I thought that money was for me to use for myself because I made the money now. It's just immature as all get out. Not realizing, no, that money belongs to the business. It don't belong to you. It's not personal money, but I made it personal. Why? Because I personally built the business, right? So, so in my mind, well, it's personal to me. And I, I, I had to unlearn the principles of, of, of money. The other thing I had to unlearn was that wherever I'm not willing to uh, get help is why I will lose a lot more than money, right? It's for example, if I'm not willing to get help on understanding how to acquire an a, a actual customer that is an ideal one for me, then I will always live my I will always live my business days one transaction after another. I'm just chasing transactions. And you think the sale, quote unquote, is the real thing. No, it's not. See, we think, well, I, I made 10 sales this month in my side business. That's great. How many of those sales are one-time transactions? How many of those sales were forced? Uh, how many of those sales actually leveraged an entire process? Or did the person feel pressured? How many of those sales are people who are actually going to come back again? What all did you have to do to get the sale? What didn't you do that probably could have made the sale better? What was your approach? Right? Like, it, there's so many things around the transaction that you need to understand. And I just thought, just go make the transactions. While that might be cool in the very uh, infancy of building your side business, there's so many things that I realized, whoa, it's not just about the transaction, is it, Chris? Nope, it's not. How long you might have to hold on to the money after a transaction, because you probably need to have some policies and procedures in place so that you hold on to a set amount of money in the event that somebody actually, I'm sorry, ask for a refund. See, there's all these little things that don't get talked about. Mostly, most people just tell you, oh, just build the business and just do this and just, no, I want to, I want to be honest with you. And I want to, I want to have, I want to make sure you have a realistic expectation and understanding that there are things you're going to probably have to unlearn. But that means you have to accept that you're probably half right right now. And if that's OK with you, then there'll be ways that you can learn this stuff. If it's not OK with you, you will be frustrated because you will you will operate your side business with the assumption that what I know and how I'm doing it today is 100 percent right. And that's not going to work. There's a smarter way. There's a better way. 
There's probably even a faster way. There's a, eth a more ethical way. There's a more uh, easy way. There's a simpler way. There's a lot of things that you're going to have to be able to learn, but it's, it's no different than your child growing up. You know them because you had them, but as they get older, they start to mature. And yes, you know what you created, but who they are in a particular moment, let me tell you, especially as they are as teenagers or young adults, holy cow. Let me be the first to tell you from experience, there are some things you're going to have to unlearn and some things you're going to have to accept. Like, hey, they may be the one that has to go learn it the hard way, even though you've told them a thousand times. Even though you could show them other experiences, it doesn't hit them until they have that experience. While as a parent, that might hurt. That might be a reality of your child. Thus, with a business, there are realities about your business, product or service, online brick and mortar. They're just some realities you're going to have to accept. Do you know that the average uh, uh, entrepreneur makes uh, about the salary of Twenty-five dollars to $35,000 per year, the average. Well, if I work a W-2 job and I'm making 40, 50, 60, then I'm doing better than the average entrepreneur. Yep. See, but we get sold this bag of goods. Oh, being an entrepreneur is, yes, it's, it can be everything, but you haven't yet built up the stomach, the skills, the, the patience, the delayed gratification necessary in order for it to be a sustained business for you to walk away from your job. See, I am not a fool to tell you, and I just, I, I just have different practices and beliefs. You will not hear me yelling to you, start that side business, leave your job. I don't believe in that. And the reason I don't believe in that is because there's a maturation process that needs to happen. And that is your journey alone. I can tell you about it. I can talk to you about some of the things you'll experience along the way, but it varies for people how long that maturation process is. Some people, yes, they started their business out of frustration to leave their job. That's cool. But the disastrous nature in which that side business uh, or it, which turned into a full-time business created, they probably wish they had kept their job and just learned how to build it on the side. Because they had not yet become the person who could live in that in that tension uh, of building a business. And so, the, again, these are just things you got to unlearn. I, I know what social media is pumping to us. I get it. Not all of it is true. And you even get that. But yet we still allow them to play with our desire strings like a flute. More like a violin, but just go with the analogy, right? Like we we let we know that a lot of that stuff is fabricated. It's one day. It ain't even they car. It's the one outfit that they wanted to wear to look cute to one event. And they turned it into 19 different pieces of content. And you think that's their life every day. It's not. You know that internally, but yet you still let that moment and that thumb flicking of an idea Play with your emotions to make you think you're not doing enough. No, you're doing exactly what you should be doing, especially if you're listening to this show. So I want you to realize that you have everything that you need. 
But what you're going to need, what you're going to have to also do is unlearn a lot around money, around your job, being an employee. I had to unlearn some things about being an employee. That being an employee did not mean I'm at the beckoning call every hour to my job. I accepted that because I allowed the assumptive nature of some cultures in, in, in work environments to start to take over my all day, everyday life. Why? Because that remember that time that you answered that email after five o'clock? Five o'clock turned to 6.30, turned to 7.30, turned to the weekend. Now, all of a sudden, people just have this expectation that you're just supposed to respond to every email. It's an assumptive nature that you've got to unlearn. And you got to start setting clear and definitive boundaries so that you have time to work on your side business. These are all things that you need to unlearn. Okay, they are really, really important. So the reason why you need to grow that side business this year is because the journey of building the business, a part of it is having to unlearn a lot. And you got to accept that there are some things that you are doing right now that will not serve you to the to your greatest capacity until you unlearn some portions. All right. So as you have this conversation and you think through this in this episode, I want you to do yourself a favor. I want you to write down what are the things that I need to unlearn? What is it that I need to I need to let go of? What maybe some things that I think is true right now, where can I go to validate that as I build my side business? Who do I need to go talk to? Okay? That's what I want you to do. So, hey, listen, if you like this episode, make sure first of all, don't call my mom and tell her about me being, you know, sad and she blowing my mind about throwing my Snoopy dolls out. It it happened, all right? Still traumatized to this day. But anyway, the whole point is, if you like this, share this episode. Share this episode with somebody that you know that also says, man, hey, maybe this is a conversation we can have as side business owners and maybe unlearn a couple of things. What do you need to unlearn? Dialogue helps us grow, okay? So don't try to go at this journey of building your side business alone. Uh, you heard me a couple of days ago talk about partnerships and collaborations. Sometimes the best collaboration that you could have is with a fellow side business owner. And you might not be serving the same audiences or in the same industry, but you help each other because you bounce ideas off each other. And that version of support is the greatest thing that you can never pay for. Right. So so share this episode. Uh, make sure that you're here for it tomorrow. We're going to continue this journey as we continue to talk about these 31 reasons that you need to grow your side business. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Grab the side of the secrets course. And guess what? I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, somehow you were able to find the Grow Your Side Business podcast, and I thank you. I'm glad you're listening. You've been sharing, you've been liking, but here's one thing I want to be able to do. We want even more people just like you to find this show. Now, the best way that people discover this show is leaving a review. So if you would do me a favor, leave a review. It literally takes five seconds. We're trying to get up to a thousand reviews across all of our platforms. So it doesn't matter where you listen to this podcast. Just go in, tap in, leave us a review. I would absolutely be so grateful that you did so that other people can hear it. Let's get back to the show.